Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a perfectly good podcast, the only podcast on the internet that is discussing every John Hyatt song in alphabetical order. I am one of your hosts, Jesse Jackson, and joining me as we wrap up another letter is my friend who is going to see John and Lily multiple times this fall, Sylvan Groth. Hi, Jesse. I am a spoiled brat. I'm the first to admit it. I realize that more and more as we talk to people and I meet friends at concerts and they talk about seeing John so many times. And sometimes that great big number is the number of times I've seen him in a given year. (laughs) I shall hang my head in shame and also raise my chin in pride. As I talk about on Set Lessing Bruce, the amount of times you've seen is not a fair barometer of how big of a fan you are. But it does, it does can affect of where you live and when you started following someone. And you started following John very early with your with your mom. And, and then the nice thing about living in the New England area, like in Texas, like it was we we made a weekend of it going down to see him in Austin. He was doing acoustical shore. He he wasn't coming to Dallas. And so a few years ago for my birthday, we went down and made a weekend out of it and saw John at the at a, a theater down there. So yeah, but you guys can it's a little bit easier, right? Yeah. In fact, a challenge I have had more than once is that the way that shows are announced, there's an opportunity to see him within a three-hour drive and how can I say no I get that and then all of a sudden he's playing in Rutland Vermont in the Paramount Theater which I love yeah and I get to talk to the people who run the place and hear a little backside stage story yeah. so how can I say no to that so in my defense there is always a reason for every ticket I get beyond I just love John and it's so much fun to see him live and yeah, I'm, when I think back about all the different shows I've seen and the little twists to each one, it's like this podcast we go through and yeah. you can rate them or rank them, but it's on such a scale that even the lowest are pretty amazing. Yeah, like I, I remember when we were in Austin, and this was a couple of years ago, his voice sounded tired. And I think it might have been toward the end of the tour. And and Linda and I both were, we loved the show, but we we're like, his voice wasn't quite there. But then when we saw him in House of Blues, just last year or something, he was 100%. So it just you really, and the reality is, the voice is an instrument and depending on allergies and cold season and strain how close and, he was to yeah. the throat surgery for the cyst that he had removed yeah, yeah. I mean, you just never know yeah. yeah good we've wrapped up another letter we have i was geeking out on data before we got together on this call so i can do a few just the facts about the letter c please as, c uh, our friends is, on sesame street yes exactly <laughs> For our list of John Hyatt songs and anyone listening to this far in advance, we are recording this in August 2023. My biggest fear is John's next album is going to have only songs from A, B, and C. And we're (laughs) going to be, oh, no. But for the letter C, 
there were 14 songs, no repeats on albums. There was 14 songs and 14 unique albums that we talked on for this letter. We had four guests, including three mics, which I also found quite amusing. Yes. And they were all wonderful and very exciting to speak to all of them. The date range of the songs that we covered was 1980 to 2018. So not exactly the entire stretch of John's career, but a pretty strong swath. Our average ratings, Jesse, you were 3.57 or three and four sevenths because of what? Yes. My average was 3.5 and our guest average was 4.9, which I think speaks to the fact that when a guest comes on, they want to talk about a song they love and they can pick and choose. Uh, yeah, Sorry. I was going to no, I was going to say that that doesn't surprise me, right? Because though I would love someone to say I really think this is one of John's poorest songs and that's why I want to talk about it, right? That would be awesome to have someone join us for that. Before you get to the rest of your facts, were you surprised that we went through a whole letter of the alphabet and had no duplicate albums? Yeah. And especially because the letter C isn't that unique. I, I was also looking ahead at the distribution of letters and D, we're going to have quite a few. When we get to E, there's only going to be two. J and K only have one each. And again, this depends on whether yeah. John puts out more later. And letter Z has one. So we're not in the sparse area. No. Yeah, I, I do find that kind of interesting. How about you? Yeah, I, I thought it was really interesting because I also was doing the data. And so I'm I'm putting down, I'm putting down, I'm putting down. And I'm like, wait a minute. And I actually double checked my work. Really? We had no duplicates? Yeah. Um, and so I thought that was really awesome. I love the diversity of the years and a lot of different styles. Absolutely. And yeah. a lot of different kinds of bands backing him up and so forth. And just looking at the long view, we are down three letters and we are 13% done the entire list as it stands now. There are six albums that we have yet to touch at all. Those are, do you want to guess? So I know we've, so we warm it up to the Ice Age. We have done warming up to the ice. Wow. Age. Okay. And I know we've done not too long life. ago. Yeah, Crush. I know. Yeah, that's right. No, I, I do not know. Please tell me. Okay. We have yet to touch all of a sudden hanging around the observatory. The very first album. Yeah. Overcoats. This can't be right. I'm doubting myself. Even as I'm looking at, I, I think we have not yet touched slow turning. Wow. And we have not touched slug line. And asterisk, we have not hit the country bears, which I was right. also doing a little bit of fiddling today about what should be in season one and what should be in season two, because there are some songs that I think are quite well known that never were actually on a studio full length album. I have to wrap in the country bears because I love it so much. So it's a soundtrack that wasn't all John Hyatt and there's only three original songs on there, but that's going to be in season one. Yeah. I thought we had done a slug line. And so that's why I got confused, right? With the, I must have, I got confused with that because we haven't done a, 
a slug line and which was my entry level the first album i listened to pretty cool okay it was my entry level too because i was born the year that slug line came out <laughs> yes wow okay this is any other facts i th- i think that covers the facts i, I was also just finding that it was a really fun letter to get through. I really enjoyed every recording we did. We did rate a couple of songs, one or two, much as it breaks our heart to be that tough on John. But even those, I really enjoyed spending some time with and thinking about. I was a little bit surprised when I was looking back that if I just glanced over the titles, what I would have guessed for myself would have been the five star songs weren't. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's all I want to say about that. I, I, when I looked a little closer, there's nothing I want to change in my ratings. That was my next question. I wanted to know if it, have you looked at this and made any changes? I haven't. Um, okay. But it is funny that sometimes... Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner. And Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash Pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash Pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash Pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. You can forget how great a song is or you need to really dig in 
to recognize a five-star song versus a three-star song. I think mm-hmm. some you can listen to very casually and just say, oh, that was nice. But the longer you spend with it, the more you love it is so, my feeling. So Cry to Me is the only one where we both got fives, right? I'm looking at the spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Then Come Home to You, you gave a five. I gave a four too, which I'm... Uh, now I'm starting to feel guilty. If you gave it a five, I should have automatically given it a five. Uh, okay. Don't and, just give in to the narrative of Sylvan right. is the hard <laughs> judge and you're yeah. <laughs> crossing mud and waters. I did it, gave a five and you gave a four. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time we were pretty much in sync as shows for our averages, right? We both ended up 3.5 when you get away with my dirtiness. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm looking too. I don't think there's anything that I would change. I do think it's an interesting, and I haven't done this yet, but I'm tempted to, and we're recording this out of cycle where we normally record on Wednesdays and we're doing this Tuesday to get us ahead of the game. And if I didn't have to do my homework for our next songs, it'd be interesting to put all 14 of these C songs in and play mix and see what kind of playlist would this be? Are you saying that you've never listened to the entire John Hyatt catalog from A to Z in a sitting? I'm saying just the C's. (laughs) No, I have not. But just the C's would be part of that. Yeah. No, I have never listened. You have listened to every song in alphabetical order? You're almost looking shy. I don't want to admit that. (laughs) The question is, have I done it since Leftover Feelings came out? Because typically when I'm really excited about a new album coming out, i.e. when a new album is coming out, I need something to take up that time and that energy so Mm -hmm. that's when I pull out the full list and I'll also do it for John's birthday or other things like that yeah see I would I could see doing them in album order and I've definitely done that yeah Yeah. because I'll do that sometimes when a new book is coming out in a series I love if I've got time I will try to read the previous books to get in that mood so nice okay is have you any word on the street about a new recording Sylvan? I haven't heard anything about a new recording as we were just talking about there are some tour dates out and it seems like when he is touring this far removed from an album coming out he almost invariably throws a new song or two in there saying we're going to be planning to record x and as soon as I hear that I shall certainly be sharing it on Facebook and we'll of course be talking about it here all right very nice What else do we need to visit about? We already said this, but looking back at the song that you rated the highest, would you looking at the C's think, oh, that is my favorite C song? Or were you at all surprised by what rose to the top? Okay. I probably, and I do not, I probably should have gone Child of the Wobble Yonder a five. I don't remember why I did not give it a five because probably looking at the C's and changes in my mind mm-hmm. would be pretty strong. Yeah. Crossing Muddy Waters was one of the fives and Cry to Me, one of the fives. Those are pretty close. Child of the Wild Blue Yonder would be close. I really love that song. And I now they don't remember why I didn't give it a five. 
I don't know why you didn't. I know for myself, I rated that a three. So I blew the curve on that. It's one of those that I love and it's listenable, but it doesn't give me a real gut punch of emotion. Okay. And it doesn't really give me anything that I can take into the world and mm-hmm. rely on if I'm having a bad day or whatever. It's a fun song. Yeah, I so. absolutely do think that. Yeah. Okay, good. I am curious how many, let's do a little preview. Have you counted how many D songs we have? I had Excel count how many D songs we have. Okay. There are 17. Ah, nice. So that's going to be a nice long one too, or a lot of data to dig into. Absolutely. Yeah. And I believe that is going to cover a whole bunch of albums, obviously. So that we haven't um, done. Yeah. 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 And I just have to say again, how fun it is doing it this way, because as I said, I have listened to every John Hyatt song in alphabetical order at one point in my life, because that's how playlists naturally go. And I've definitely done them in chronological order by album, but It's easy to zone in and out having this space and this time and knowing that I have to come up with something somewhat intelligent to say is really allowing me to engage with these songs in a way that I never have before. And I never thought I could say that I'm engaging with John Hyatt's music in a way that I haven't before. Yeah. And yeah, that is interesting, right? Yeah. You know what I'm surprised about and I, You've answered that. I'll ask you in a different way. Now that we are three letters in, is there anything surprised you about this process? I don't know. I think what has surprised me the most is just how much joy it is talking to someone else about John Hyatt, because I had my fan magazine for years. I brought so much joy in collecting information from various sources like Mike Elliott's articles before he had his book and putting it out there and being the little nerd and the know-it-all really have loved having other people like Michael Warrow come out and give us the little musical history and pop quiz there. And I am enjoying being a student of John Hyatt rather than the the teacher. So I can't say that's that surprising because I just love talking about John in all forms, but I don't know if you can hear the giant truck going by. I have just really loved the new voices. And I think since the last time we did a wrap up, I've heard some from some people that I remember meeting at concerts decades ago, including the woman who inspired me to do my fan magazine, Pam, you better get on here. And that's been such fun too. So two things for me, one, I truly love Jamie and other people who it feels like they are they're sitting, hitting refresh Monday morning, right? I can't start my week without hearing the new episode and, and Jamie and others, but I, I immediately think of him where yes, he always been has, so great. Yeah. Jamie has been so good about really pushing back. If he thinks we were too soft or too hard or just giving his own feelings and sharing and that 
makes me very happy because one of the things that I miss in Set Lusting Bruce is I do not get a lot of feedback. I get general people saying, oh, I really love your podcast, but I don't get a lot of people specifically saying, oh, except for an exception, a certain person will make a very nice post when she hears somebody who does a special really like the answer to the Mary question or when I really enjoy the podcast. And yes, I'm looking at you, Miss Sylvan. But but the other thing that I had not thought about till way back when Skip joined us. And by the way, Skip, thank you. Every other week, the Skip and Josh podcast that they do they play our promo. <laughs> they play Aww. the perfectly good podcast every episode. So thank you. But he said, I figure, oh, they're going to do a 10 or 15 minute talk. And he says, and you guys, and I am sometimes, I, I will have a little bit of stage fright. Ugh, I don't know if we're going to have much to say about this one. This may be a short one. And we always end up because. Coming up with something. Yeah, we come up with something that, and I, when people seem to, we haven't gotten anyone yet. You guys were really mailing it in this one. (laughs) They seem to be enjoying our discussions. Yes. We did cheat once by combining two songs into one episode. Yes. But we didn't have any pitchforks flying at us. No, we didn't at all. Yeah. Yeah. And we will take it by, take it as we go. If there is a significant amount of songs, we will do a letter wrap up. If, as you talk about, there's only two or three songs in a letter, we probably won't do a wrap-up on that. We'll just probably, that last Q song, we'll say, oh, and by the way, this was the only Q song, or these three were the Q songs, and let's, we'll do a quick thought. Yeah. Um, yep. I, the other housekeeping note is we do get a report from the program that where we host our podcast. Thank you, Pantheon Network. We are proud to be part of the Pantheon Network. They are. I am still working to get some other Pantheon hosts to join us to talk about some of their favorite John Hyatt songs. Be lovely. Yeah, you guys did see I added this. Their Pantheon now has the official Metallica podcast, which is a big thing for our network. And so we're very happy. But when we ran the report, we were almost hit 600 downloads for the month of July. We were at 590. And so that is the most downloads we've ever had. I'm sure I know there are podcasts that get 10 times that amount of downloads, but I love every one of our downloads because I know it's someone who's passionate about John's music. And hopefully we're bringing a little bit of joy to their lives that they're getting to hear us talk about John and hopefully we've converted a few people. Yeah. I'll take either of those. And I certainly hope that in this journey, um, someone who already considers themselves a big John Hyatt fan, hears us talk about a song that maybe they somehow missed or they've overlooked and it gives them a chance to dig into something New because yeah, there's only so much ahead of us. John has threatened for years to stop recording and it has been now three years since his last album. So it's obviously slowing down, but there's just so much. And we're so blessed by this very talented singer songwriter who has stayed with us since the seventies. And I talked the last episode about 
just how much he means to me. And uh, I hope anyone that he means a little bit to, he just is fun to listen to or who has a personal connection like that. I know some people are shy about sharing those kind of stories, but I think we're all friends here and we all understand what it's like to have that kind of impact. So come share your story or come just say, Hey, I love that chord there. Or yeah, I I love that little funny line. All right. We're going to get out of here, but I did want to put in another plug that we are always looking for guests to join us. Don't be shy. This is where it, it, this is a safe, warm pool to wait in. However, though, if you don't want to join us, which makes me sad, but what will make the sadness a little better is if you send us an email. Like if there is a song coming up, we're going to talk the D's. And if there is a song and you're like, "Eh, I don't really want to be on the podcast, but you want to send your thoughts, we'll include that in our breakdown. And we'll be glad to read that email and share. We'd love to hear it. I I am thrilled that we had four guests in C. I would love to get some more guests in D. And we've already got people signing up for some of the big ones. And so we'd love to have some also join us for ones that are little treasures to you. Yes, and absolutely. Perfectly a podcast at Gmail, all one word, no fancy anything. I could actually just go ahead and read all the D titles. Perfect. Yeah. Why don't you do that? Okay. Rapid fire. Damn this town. Dancing in the street, which is a D because no more is in parentheses at the end. Death by misadventure. Detroit made. Distance. Do you want my job? Doll hospital. Don't bug me when I'm working. Don't go away mad. Don't know much about love. Don't think about her when you're trying to drive. Don't want to leave you now. Down around my place. Down home. Down in front. Drive south. There has got to be someone who wants to come in and talk about drive south. Yes. And dust down a country road. And currently we are uh, scheduled to wrap up the D's in November. So you got some time to think about those at the end of D's. Yes, absolutely. Oh, but there's a lot of those I haven't heard in a while. Uh-huh. And a lot of them that are on my pretty constant rotation. So this will be a lot of fun. It really will. I can't uh, wait. Yes. All right. So Sylvan, if someone wants to reach you, how can they? They can send an email to perfectlygoodpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Podcast at gmail.com. Find me on Facebook. I am lurking around the John Hyatt fan page all the time. I'm Sylvan Groff. I'm also Sylvan Green Eyes on Twitter. Yes, we are still at X, though it's like the when a ballpark changes the name. It's like it's always Candlestick. It's always going to be Texas right. Stadium. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I am at Jesse Jackson DFW on Twitter, Jesse Jackson on Facebook. I also spend some time on John Hyatt fans. Appreciate them letting us post when we get the new episodes. Please also go and check out Set Lusting Bruce. I've got some fun discussions, including just a couple of weeks ago, I had a Bruce fan who was disillusioned with Bruce. And I got nice feedback that I was respectful to him. But we had a good conversation. So keep that going. Yeah. I am so in awe of you, Jesse. You gave yourself a plug, but I'm going to double down on that plug. Guys, if you just have a long drive ahead of you or whatever, you love intelligent, kind, 
Dialogue. How rare is dialogue in this very bifurcated world of ours? Jesse is so great at engaging people and inviting them to share their passions and being curious. Set Listing Bruce is Set Listing Bruce, excuse me, is a great podcast. And there are so many episodes to dig into. I guarantee you're going to find a guest that you're going to be like, whoa, I need to hear what they have to say. Yeah. I'm a, I especially, I sent one today that Lorraine Mangione and Donna Luff wrote a book about Mary Kleiman. It's a story of the female fans of Bruce Springsteen. And it is a, we had a wonderful discussion. The book is Mary Climbs In, The Journey of Bruce Springsteen's Women Fans. I really liked it. They both, and they're going to come back. They're going to do a dual signing probably in October. So they're going to come back so we can help promote that. So thank you for the kind words, Sylvan. I have a blast talking to people. And so I appreciate the kind words. Hey, I appreciate you just taking care of a birthday present for me. So that sounds like a great book. (laughs) All right. Listeners, please give us your feedback. Let us know what you're thinking. Sylvan, another letter in the book. I'm excited. (laughs) All right. I think all that's left is have a little faith. Have a little faith, listeners. Talk to you soon. Goodbye. Bye. Baby, we can come on home. Put the cow horns back on the cattle. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.